T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Joe Biden's policies that are blowing up the economy and will clearly crash the dollar and usher in runaway inflation were misguided. But a terrifying new line in Biden's budget shows they're not, they're deliberate, and that Biden and his administration are embarking on a deliberate policy of economic stagnation and ruin on purpose. Economic stagnation and ruin as a deliberate policy. I'm not the only one shocked by this. Left-wing Politico, the publication of record for D.C., had the same reaction. Why? Because they've never seen a thing like this before. Even when it's clear a president's policies will lead to economic ruin, they sell their budget and their plan as the next best thing to slice bread. Biden isn't even pretending. Here's The headline Politico put on its article about Biden's budget, which predicts best case scenario, less than 2% growth for the next 10 years. Here's what Politico alarmed, clearly alarmed, wrote about that. The budget the White House unveiled on Friday projects economic growth of 2% or less per year for most of the next decade after factoring in inflation. That's not much different than the sluggish pace the U.S. endured in the decade after the financial crisis and Great Recession, a disappointing economic performance that damaged Barack Obama's presidency. So where, Politico writes, is the Build Back Better economic revolution that Biden and the White House officials have talked up in recent weeks in selling their plans to spend roughly $4 trillion on infrastructure and family programs. Some analysts, Politico writes, suggested that the administration is essentially admitting that it's proposed surge in federal spending, which administration officials hope to offset over time with higher taxes on the rich and corporations won't actually boost the economy at all. Quote, this is still Politico, they clearly don't understand the implications of what they're putting out, said Richard Bernstein, founder of investment advisory firm Richard Bernstein Advisors. The 2% trend is real after inflation growth. So if they think there's only going to be 2% trend real growth with a $4 trillion spend, then they must believe either the $4 trillion will be impotent or will result in a lot of inflation and therefore substantial nominal growth instead of real growth. 
LiberalBloomberg.com, equally alarmed, slapped this headline on its shocked article. Biden budget shows focus on wealth redistribution, not growth. White House sees no change in U.S. trend of around 2% growth. They write this. Biden's program breaks with recent president's budgets, which promised that policy proposals would turbocharge gross domestic product. Biden's central goal is instead societal change, attempting to reverse decades of widening income and wealth gaps that often fall along racial lines. In other words, he's not even trying. Put less than 2% growth with 4 to 7% inflation and you've got Armageddon headed straight at you. Inflation has already picked up at the highest clip since we've seen since the early 1990s. And Joe Biden wants to go from a $4 trillion a year budget to a $6 trillion a year budget. That's a 50% increase. And on top of it, to spend $4 trillion more. I don't have to do the math for you. Inflation will spin out of control. And they're not even pretending that this will generate anything but stagnation economically. That's what shocked Bloomberg and Politico and Trump advisor Larry Kudlow. I mean, when I was growing up in the profession in the 1970s, 2% growth was labeled a growth recession. Now we just call it stagnation. Not just stagnation, but pessimism. The Democrats are the party of pessimism. They don't really care about growth and prosperity. They just say they do. What they really want is redistribution. They don't want growth. What they want is something called equity, not equality. What they want is statism, not free enterprise. It's kind of like the doctors of old, going all the way back to the Middle Ages. The medicine cure made the patient worse, not better. The idea of do no harm, that's recent historical vintage, but I'll give credit to Team Biden. They have a sense of history. It's just the wrong history. Their prescription will indeed make the patient worse. And I'll give them another little credit. At least they're upfront about it. Right there in those near recession budget economic forecasts, not only is it not gonna work, common sense tells me not only that it won't work, it strongly suggests that if it ain't broken, don't fix it. You've heard me say that a million times, I'm gonna say it again. Right now, we are in an economic boom. We are in a Trumpian boom. From low taxes, minimal regulation, energy independence, operation warp speed vaccines, and so forth. Biden should have just left it alone. Folks, I don't want Bulgaria. You don't want Bulgaria. I'm not even sure Biden really wants Bulgaria. How about instead a nice dose of America first, free enterprise optimism? So what will life be like under this budget for the next 10 years? As predicted, I'll let Larry tell you next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I mean, they're going through this rigmarole to transform the whole economy, right? Green New Deal, higher taxes, massive spending, social safety net, great society, uh, you know, critical race theories, whatever it all is they're doing. So when you look at their numbers for this budget that came out late Friday night, so no one would cover it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So... um, you know what their growth rate is for the whole 10-year period? 2%. Less than 2%. Well, it is not less, yes. Less than yeah. 2%. So after all this stuff, right, transformation, everything they want to do, no growth. It ain't worth it. If that's all you have. Can you imagine the criticism that, of the Trump administration? Right. If they're- <laughs> I mean, if, if that's all you got, why are you doing this stuff? Look, even the Obama people. Back in the old days, when they had a trillion dollar stimulus package, which in those days was big money. It's not today, but it was big money. They at least said they would produce 4% growth. These guys are saying, we're not even going to hit 2% growth, except for this, you know, recovery year from the pandemic. And that's That's their optimistic forecast, right? It's pathetic. Okay, but what does that mean for people like us? I mean, besides rising prices from ever escalating inflation, from all the printing and borrowing. People will not get higher wages. People will not get more jobs. People will not get more family income. People will not get new skills. People will not get anything if you have 2% or less growth. The whole point of the Trump tax and deregulation and energy program was to boost that. Look, we had 3% growth before the pandemic. We actually had, on a four-quarter basis, 4% growth before the Fed turned the screws on it. But all I'm saying is this thing, if that's all you get, why do it? Why go through all this rigmarole? You're upsetting the culture, the economy, the energy, the social safety net. For what? For what exactly? But unfortunately... Larry already knows the answer. This is about redistribution. I mean, Jim Tankersley article in the Times was good. Bloomberg wrote one too, which somewhat surprised me in its candor. This is not about growth. This is about redistributionism. This is about something called equity or social equity. And my thought is, yeah, you know what? We will all be equally poor. That's what's going to happen here. So they want to make this economy look like Bulgaria before the wall came down. The trouble is, what do you get for it? What do you get for all these social and economic and green changes? You get nothing. And that is the. But are you really surprised, though? This is the party of critical race theory. This is the party of 1619 that says America was illegitimately founded, needs to be destroyed, ripped down to its roots, and rebuilt. How anyone on the left, right, or middle could possibly think that at the same time, an administration that believes that, that is pushing that, that downs America every step of the way, would want its people to prosper. They'd want the opposite. It wouldn't make sense any other way. But what's so shocking here is that they're admitting it. They're flat out saying, we have built a budget to produce stagnation. 
our best case scenario is less than 2% growth. That is our policy, our aim. See, normally with a budget, this the budget is the zenith of your platform. It's in printed form, which you hope to accomplish. You wouldn't release it on a Friday on Memorial Day weekend late at night. Nope, you'd go on a road tour to promote the miraculous benefits that'll supposedly come from it. They're not. But what do you expect from a party that sees any job not created by the government as illegitimate? A party that, shockingly, in this last election, really for the first time, didn't tout jobs or the need to create jobs other than any kind of government job. They will never do anything that will further the expansion of the private sector. And this budget is a reflection of that. It's a complete shift, as Larry pointed out. And like every other single one of Biden's policies, it does one thing. It guarantees to put China in the driver's seat economically and destroy our dollar. If they slow growth now, and I've told you this before, remember, when China's economy passes ours, we will lose our reserve currency status. When that happens, we can no longer print. We are right now making our debt payments by printing. Remember the Associated Press article a few weeks ago that said, we stood a decent risk of defaulting for the first time on our debt by this summer. If we can't print, we will default. And if China's economy passes ours because growth is being held back artificially by Washington, the printing press is gone. Massive bills are due. $90,000 for every man, woman, and child. Our only hope for even keeping up with it will be to issue more debt as interest rates escalate and more and more and more of your tax dollars go for interest payments in a desperate bid to keep us from defaulting. There's only one way out of this right now, and Trump understood it profoundly. We have to grow like gangbusters. If Chairman Xi was the president of this country and China right now, He'd do exactly what Biden is doing. Put a damper on growth. Slow it down. Disallow it. Print and spend on anything. Junk if you have to. To make sure that the dollar is devalued. It all defaults to China and they get our printing press. The one guaranteed by our reserve currency, which will no longer be ours, but will simply default to the world's largest economy and its currency. We don't have time for 10 years of planned stagnation. We don't have time for the message this will send to foreign investors who last year for the first time in human history invested more heavily in China, more dollars invested than in the U.S. This sends them a clear signal. Stay away. We will not allow growth here. But what's significant about that number 10, that 10-year horizon? 10 years is about the time the Wall Street Journal forecasts on our current track without turbocharging growth that the Chinese economy will pass ours. Maybe China has some inside information. They're currently claiming they'll pass us by 2025. The Biden projected enforced stagnation makes the Chinese estimate better than the Wall Street Journal one. Finally, what's the one last thing you could do to ensure China would win the growth war 
gain the reserve currency status, that the American economy couldn't still somehow recover and grow. What's the one thing? This. You must kneecap the middle class. And Biden's budget does. In the process, breaking his promise not to tax the middle class. Right now, it's the New York Times that is reporting that we will see the undoing of those Trump-era tax Pro- cuts probably. that you were so intimately involved in. Probably. This is the reporting on it put up on the screen, New York Times. Documents forecast that Biden and Congress will allow those Trump tax cuts for low- and middle-class Americans signed into law by President Trump to expire as scheduled. Mr. Biden has said he will not raise taxes on people earning less than $400,000 yeah. a year. You put up the Trump-era tax cuts uh, for all income brackets, Larry, and you can quite easily see that the tax rate did go down for the middle class yes. under Donald Trump. So if those tax cuts are allowed to expire, how can anyone, any economist, look at this any other way than a tax hike on the middle class? Well, it will be. <clears throat> it absolutely will be. Don't forget, the corporate tax is a tax on the middle class. Congressional right. Budget Office, not me, yep. Congressional Budget Office, they're supposed to be uh, nonpartisan. 70% of the burden of the corporate tax falls on the middle class and low. So what's really going on here? They don't have a good way. They don't have the votes right now to repeal the Trump tax cuts and ensure the final economic destruction of America. And they won't be able to let the Trump tax cuts expire until 2025. So they have no choice but to make up for the growth that they have generated by extra over double time kneecapping the economy through spending, printing, bad trade decisions and regulation until they can get the Trump tax cuts off the books. But folks, none of this has to happen. Biden still has to get his budget through a deeply divided Congress. We could always win it back in 2022. But that will require a willingness, particularly by the Republican-controlled swing states, to tighten up their elections and end the fraud. They're going to have to codify that in law, and they're going to have to enforce it. Do they have the backbone to do it? Our country's future depends on it. Thank you for listening to today's Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share with like-minded friends and family everywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.